All right, all right, all right, and we are live. Yo, yo, yo. Tell me what you know. Welcome to the Sunshine Show. Woo! Uh, you guys, I have the most phenomenal guests for you this evening, this afternoon, morning, wherever in the world you may roam. I have the one and only, the most amazing, the most fabulous, the most phenomenal, the most bowie of them all. I have Dane Fulton of Lion Heights in the house. Dane, what's up? I'm fine. Yeah, man. Yo, ready? <laughs> woo, woo, woo! Man, brother, it has been a while since the last time I've actually seen you in person, maybe four to five years. Um, been a minute. But of all the bass players um, I've ever seen live, there is just something very special about you, sir. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thank um, for everybody that may not know who Lion Heights is, they're an amazing reggae band out of Austin, Texas. Um, you guys are currently on tour right now, right? Well, it's it's a mix. Like me and Jeremy from Lion Heights are playing with Mighty Mystic. So we're out on the road backing up Mighty Mystic right now. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. How fun is that? Because I was on the Lion Heights page and I'm like, what the fuck? Why is there no tour information on here? I know. I know. Yeah, we don't have a tour coming up for a while. Um, our drummer is actually in Colombia for a bit. So that's why me and Jeremy are doing some work out on the road right now playing for other people. Very fucking cool. How long have you guys been on the road now? Like a week and a half. Okay, we started in Colorado and then we kind of went through Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas, Tennessee, North Carolina. Now we're in Ohio. Hell yeah. Can everybody hear Dane okay out there? Tell me yes or no in the comment section. Yeah. I don't know if we can turn up his volume a little bit. We got Tasha McDonald in the chat. We got Kaylin. What's up, girl? We got Mama Cantu, Don McDaniel. We got the whole fam bam. Hope Mama Cantu. <laughs> everybody knows that Mama Cantu. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. So let's talk a little bit about Dane. Let's talk a little bit about how you got into playing the bass and how you got those super magical hip thrusting bass moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, dude, thanks for that. Um, so how I got into bass, that's what you want to know? Um, okay. Honestly, it's funny because um, I started playing punk rock like first in high school, as I think a lot of us did, you know, um, and like, I got like it was kind of pop punk first, like Blink 182 and bands like that. And some guys in the neighborhood were learning guitar and drums. I was like, all right, I'm gonna play bass then. You know, I gotta play what y'all aren't playing. Uh, and then I got more into like Sex Pistols and Black Flag, and it was Bad Brains that really took me to reggae music. So give thanks to Bad Brains for that. And then since then, since like you know 15, 16, started doing reggae music. Um, just going down that rabbit hole, Burning Spear, uh, Mikey Dread, you know, and then eventually Bob and Peter and Bunny. So, and then I think like the, the, the waist moves is like, the inspiration is basically, if I'm not feeling the music, I can't expect you to feel the music. So I'm gonna feel it in the way that I feel it. And that, that's how I feel it. Oh my God, you guys, yeah. ah, if you think <laughs> you, if you guys think I have some good bass moves, let me just tell you, this man right here, holy shit, I have adopted some of my bass moves. <laughs> he is <laughs> the most epic. Oh my God, this man is the sexiest on stage. Sorry, um, just putting it out there. Um, that, it. that is the damn truth. Uh, we played, actually, we had a few 
uh, shows together in Texas. We went on a little mini tour. We got to play uh, fucking San Marcos, Dallas, Austin. I don't know a few cool places. And we had yeah. a blast. Oh my God. So much Some years ago. It was, it was a while ago. Uh, what's yeah. up, Jeremy? We got Jeremy, the singer of Lion Heights, in the comment yeah. section. So blessed. Oh. <laughs> He's standing right there. Well, what, what's up, Jeremy? You gonna come say hello? <laughs> we got Forsyth Imaging. We got Megan Richardson. What's up, Bruno? All the way from Come Portugal. say hi. Come say hi. Yeah, Jeremy's gonna come say hi. Yeah, please do. We love Jeremy. I'm watching the interview right now. There's a lag, <laughs> so I'm behind. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Thanks for hanging out. I'll have to interview you next time. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Fucking, can you talk a little bit about that amazing bass that you play? Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's it's the Steinberger spirit, the headless one. And honestly, it's the cheapest bass I make. It's not nothing special. I think it's all about like this, the technique, you know, play light and play in control. But um, yeah, Steinberger spirit, it's like a 80s style bass. Um, Mo from Mau Mau always makes fun of me, says that I'm playing a boat paddle. So that's what it kind of looks like. But I, I just love like, 80s reggae music and you know that that kind of early 80s black people style and to me those instruments like the headless little tiny instruments kind of represent that sound and that's what i'm into you know so and plus it fits in the overhead compartment on a plane so hey that's the key right there hey there you go fucking a you don't have to yeah. buy a, a seat for your base well, i wouldn't trust checking your instrument underneath the plane to take that thing on with you. Yeah, dude, it was always like crushing for me when I had to, uh, I, you know, my Rickenbackers, I would take one Rick on tour and one hammer, um, yeah. but I would like put a bunch of clothes. I had a, pat, you know, padded, double padded case and I'd like wrap them all in a bunch of clothes and all kinds of stuff. Um, hey, can you take over for five seconds? I gotta uh, go outside and do something for a minute, but just, Tell yep. us a little bit about all kinds of good things. I'm so sorry. I have a little bit of an emergency. Yeah, man. Do it, okay. do it, do it. All right. Well, anyway, um, yeah, people go and check out uh, Mighty Mystic. We're in Ohio tonight, and uh, we're going to be at the Cleveland Reggae Fest tomorrow. We play at 4 p.m. So anybody that's in the Midwest area, come check us out. And then I think, what do we play? Tennessee Reggae Fest? Knoxville Reggae Fest, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, the Jerk Fest. So if you're in Knoxville, come and check us out and say what's up, you know. Yeah, other than that, um, Lion Heights has a new record coming out pretty soon. Um, next spring, we're going to drop a new record. So anyone is looking forward to that, mark your calendar, sort of. <laughs> Yeah, people. This right here is the, is the, the Dank House Brewery in Newark, Ohio. So if you're wondering where I am. That is where I am. What are you drinking right now? Huh? What are you drinking? I'm drinking this. This is a peanut butter stout. Oh my God. Peanut Woo! butter and jelly, actually. Sorry, guys. I must be the worst host on the planet of the, uh, on the earth of the planet, but I'm back. You're back. Uh, woo. So you have you're drinking a peanut butter stout. 
Jeremy was like, tell them what you're drinking. Yeah, it's a peanut butter and jelly style from this place, Dank House Brewery, behind me. You see how they're brewing all the beer back here. Ooh. So we have my bestie, Amelia, in the chat. And Amelia is actually from Austin, Texas, which is where Lion Heights originates from, if I didn't mention that before. And Amelia knows what I'm talking about when I say Dane's got that moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big up, big up. <laughs> Uh, let's see who else we got here. Don, Jeremy Hill, Lisa Argon. If you guys have any questions, drop them in the chat. Amelia says peanut butter jelly time, baby. You know, that's the name of it, I think. Or it, it looks like it. Look at this. It's got the, it's peanut oh. butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. <laughs> so what's your funnest, uh, funnest fucking part of being on tour right now? Um. Man, I think just jamming with these, you know, these new guys. Like it's me and Jeremy, we play together all the time. But we have this keyboard man named Elder. Um, Shaq is on drums, and all these guys are from Boston. So it's always fun, kind of getting to know other guys, and you know, we're kind of, we're kind of winging it a bit. Like we know the songs, but then we're each adding our own flavors, and that, that's like the most fun. You know, because every night is a little different. So. So what did you guys do to get ready to start playing with, with Mystic Roots? Was it um, something that you guys had to prepare a lot for? Or is it a lot of learning as you guys go along? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of learning as we go. Um, he sent us the music, but it's, it's always different when you're playing with, with different guys. And so this, this is different. We don't have a guitar player. It's two keyboard players. So they're kind of adding in all these different layers of the song. And some people are playing the guitar line. Um, and we didn't have a lot of rehearsal either. We kind of just flew out and played a first show and the first show was like the first rehearsal. Um, so that's exciting, you know, it's different. It's different. You have to kind of be like sharp on the fly. Um, yeah. But we, we have like a basic like outline of what we want to do and then inside of that, we're getting creative and making our own things. Fair enough. What is that noise we're hearing, the actual uh, things? behind you it might be i mean it's kind of noisy in here and they have music bar back there so that's why oh. I, I hooked up this mic hoping that i could kind of get rid of some of that <laughs> thank you so much for doing this on the fly I'm yeah i'm sorry <laughs> oh you're fine i know you guys are super busy i just appreciate your time i appreciate everybody at home everybody listening on the podcast you could be anywhere in the world right now and you're here with us and we appreciate it so true, true. very much um, so you guys play Austin Reggae Festival a lot, right? Pretty much every year? Yeah, yeah, for the past maybe four or five years. Yeah. Could you, could you uh, for the people at home that don't know about the Austin Reggae Festival, could you give us a little bit of um, some information about it? Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I would say, honestly, it's probably one of the last, like, legit reggae festivals in the U.S. Because, and I don't say last, last, but like, you know, we lost Reggae on the River. Sierra Nevada isn't happening. This past year, a bunch of them canceled. You know, we had bookings for a few Little Rock Reggae Fest. They canceled because of, of you know, the COVID situation. But so, so the Austin Reggae Fest to me is like one of the surviving real deal Reggae Fest that has international acts that come from far. And really and truly, most of them are Jamaican acts that are on tour. So I really give thanks for that. So if you haven't been, please check it out and you can drive from far. It's three days. Um, last year, we had Julian Marley headline. We had Third World, we had Kabaka Pyramid, Michael Rose. 
Infrastativa. Like these are all groups that you know definitely running the place right now. So, and then Lion Heights performed. We got to perform, and we also backed Lutenfire as well. So oh wow! Fuck yeah. yeah. Something I, that we get to do is back up, you know some of these bigger artists that pass through Texas. That is such a privilege. That's what that's what you get when you put a lot of hard work and dedication into your craft, right, Dane? I used to work at the Austin, um, uh, the Capital Area Food Bank, uh, now the Austin Food Bank, uh, but all of the proceeds for uh, the Austin Reggae Festival go to the Food Bank and it's just a wonderful event. And I, I, I love it so very much. Lisa says that she just saw you at Tico time and that you're a yeah. super awesome person. Hey. Hey, hey, big up, big up. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were there at Tico time playing with Mighty Mystic uh, in New Mexico, Aztec, New Mexico. And big up Tico time too, for those that don't know, it's a nice reggae um, fest that happens every year and you can park the RV it's kind of in the desert with the Colorado Rockies in the background. It's, it's beautiful. Tico time. Okay, I'm trying to tag it in the comment section. Is it the River Resort? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the RV okay. Resort. Very fucking cool. Tico time. Hollybuds played this past year. Arise Roots. Holy Barks. Very nice. I actually. Um, so I was able to interview last year Carl Harvey, who was good guitar for Toots and the Maytel, so now they're just Toots. Um, and then I just interviewed David Electric of Still Pulse as well. Oh, nice. oh. And that was really cool um, interview. If you guys have not checked those out, check them out on uh, the Sunshine Show. What's up, Mr. Blake Bushy? How you doing this afternoon? I just love that name. I love to say Blake Bushy. Lake Bushy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what has been your favorite venue so far that you've been able to play at? I mean, not even just on this tour, but just like in general. Oh, that's a that's an interesting question. Hmm. Yeah. Is anything like I mean, obviously, Flamingo Cantina is our all-time favorite place ever to play. Yeah, Flamingo is, is like my home, you know, like I'm, I'm there all the time. I play every Wednesday with Mau Mau Chaplains, and we live stream that as well. So, you know, if you're at home abroad and you're like, damn, I want some reggae music on a Wednesday, you can check the Flamingo page and, and watch us play. Tell us um, more about the Mau Mau Chaplains real quick before we get to the other part of the question. Okay, yeah. Mau Mau is like, it's kind of an all-star band in Austin, like, um, a bunch of guys that have been doing it for a while in different groups joined together and have been playing Mau Mau Chaplains. It's, it's led by Mo Montserrat. Um, and it's a big band. I mean, everybody sings. We got four horns. We got two guitars, keys, you know, percussion. Mo plays bass and sings. Um, so it's, it's an experience. And we play like a lot of the rootsier, you know, 70s reggae, a little bit of early 80s. It's not like dance off. It's very much old school preserving the roots and culture so okay but wait so if mo's playing bass what are you doing just dancing so, no no so sometimes mo you know has to pass the bass there's some songs that i play bass for and he just sings you know so and then and then sometimes like he'll give lion heights a chance to, to come and do our thing so me and jeremy would take over every Wednesday. it's a vibe 
Very cool. And Mo is actually a member of Sunshine and the Base Kids. If you guys have not joined Sunshine and the Base Kids, quick plug, join it today. It's a great yeah. group for the base community. Yeah, um, yeah. Mo, Mo is like a base mentor for sure. I love Mo so much. Um, it's a killer. <laughs> Jeremy says that you can be in our UB40 sex cult if you would like. What? Jeremy said UB40 sex cult? Oh, no, no, Jeremy. no. Not this, Jeremy. Not this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't know about that. I'm not into cults, bro. <laughs> Keep the cults to yourself. And we're starting a UB40 sex cult. Anybody who's interested, right. add into them DMs. Uh, <laughs> So a favorite place that sticks out to you? Uh, uh, damn. Any like, have you played any like outdoor, like any Red Rock-ish kind of things? Um, Man, I'm actually going to go to Red Rocks for the first time coming up. I've never been. But um, honestly, I like in Houston, there's a place called Last Concert Cafe. It's a nice spot. They just redid it. The, the floor is sand. So it has like that beach vibe. Um, and it's really nice. We're going to be playing with Mighty Mystic there, I think in July, late July, something like the 27th or 8th, uh, Lion Heights and Mighty Mystic. So I love that place. Like it's a Mexican restaurant. It has regular vibes, you know, it's indoor, outdoor. So that would be my spot. Oh yeah, I just dropped Mighty Mystic in the comment section. Everybody make sure to go and follow them for all things grand and mighty and mystic. Yemen, Yemen, <laughs> Boston area. Um, so what are uh, some of the things that you do on the road to sort of like unwind and, you know, get time yeah. away? You guys are so cramped up all the time together. Do you ever feel like you have to go like meditate by the pool or do some yoga or something? Um, I haven't got, I haven't had a chance to do much yoga this trip, but I've done some stretching and a place we stayed at in Colorado had a good gym, so you know, get the gym. But obviously, like you know, we burn herbs as a meditation and just try to relax and do that. Um, and other than that, you know, the other day we had a day off, and, and me and Jeremy just kind of worked on separate projects, like creating just on our laptops, you know, like with some MIDI controller, making some rhythms, mixing some previous shows. Um, so honestly, just you know. I, I don't like to just be idle and not do anything. I really prefer on the days off to get something done, you know. <laughs> Write a song, mix something, work on some something that's from previous days. So Yeah. So uh tell me a little bit about the relationship that you and Jeremy have because you see you guys seem to both work a lot together. And as long as I've I've known you, you guys both uh come together as a group. How did you sure. guys meet? And um yeah. How has the journey sort of like come to where it is? Progress. Yeah, man. Um, so we, we started this group in Chicago, um, like maybe 2012 time, a long, long time ago. Like we went to college together. We played some music in college in different groups, backing artists and all these things. And then um, decided to start Lion Heights. Um, and it's been kind of like a, a production duo in the sense that we didn't have the ability to go to a studio. Like we didn't have money for that. We didn't have all the equipment. So that first album we did, same situation. A lot of it is like we made the drums, we programmed them, we took drum samples, took porn samples, um, and tried to, to make a record outside of the studio. Um, and then nowadays, like moving to Austin, 
we're able to record our own thing. So the next record that we have coming out is actually going to be our whole band playing together in the studio, which is dope. So me and Jeremy just like, I don't know, we've just been doing it for so long and just have shared the vision. And I always say that we're like yin and yang because we're like complete opposites. Like in, in like so many ways are complete opposites, but that's why we can come together and make some nice music. So wait, so you guys met in Chicago and moved to Austin together? Yeah, like we started the band in Chicago. It was me, Jeremy, and James, uh, okay. James, our guitar player. And um, Chicago was rough. Like it was, it was tough. Uh, it's hard to make money. And we had, we all graduated from college, and we just weren't making good money. And rent is expensive, and it was kind of good. Like we got, we got, you know. We weren't living in the best areas. And I basically, Texas was college to me. I missed like simpler times in Texas and you know, nice people with good vibes. So I, I came down to Austin first and lived there for like almost a year and then convinced the guys to come down and meet me there. Okay. Kind of, we had to restart. It took like three, four years to really restart and find a drummer. Um, it's, you know, finding people that really know how to play reggae music is really difficult. Yeah. So, and and honestly, we're on our 11th drummer right now. 11. Hey, now, when you want it right, you want it right, okay? It's crazy. I remember when Dubby was playing with you yeah. guys. Shout out to Dubby Dubby, uh, Dr. Dubbis. Uh, I love him. <laughs> Dr. I love him so much, my little Dubby. Oh, my God. I took him on tour with me, too, and he is just, I know. I saw that. He is a whole hoot. Uh, love uh, that Dubby's guy. Dubby's dope. Dubby's a great drummer. You know, he's great. Um, so, oh. just, like, it's hard to keep people on the road, you know? Like, we're not touring on this extreme level yet. So, like, we're kind of still rough and tough, rough and tumble, at least, on the road. So, Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's what you have to do. And it's sort of like a struggle having to replace band members, but sometimes it's like very necessary. And I think it's amazing that you guys are just like going for, you know, fucking you got to keep going and nothing's really setting you back. What is your criteria? I mean, when you're looking for these drummers. I, I mean, all right. So from, from college time, like I've had to teach people how to play reggae music. And I'm just kind of like, I'm not looking for somebody I have to teach anymore, you know, and, and give thanks that I have. I have a couple guys right now, some subs that like, they're right in the pocket. They're perfect. So, but that's the thing is like reggae music is it, people perceive it as easy. They think, oh, it's just ups, ups, strokes and, you know, singing about weed or whatever. And it's really not to it. You have to listen deep to it because it's full of syncopation. It's full of like complexity. And to really do it right, you have to do your homework. So that's what I'm looking for, is somebody that's willing to do the homework and willing to learn, like, the, the, the detail, you know? So, yeah. anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do, because, you know, for me, when, you know, I had a jazz, but I come from a jazz background. So going from jazz where you're, like, walking the bass the whole time, boom, 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 you don't fucking miss one note, to playing reggae it seems like you're almost taking a step back oh my god people are gonna think i'm not a good fucking bassist because i'm only like playing a few notes no it's not about that it's about keeping the pocket it's about fucking playing those rhythms and it is actually difficult dude it's not it a fucking easy thing to do so yeah especially when there's bass lines that don't start like right on the one 
you know, they're on the end of one or even on, on two, because the one drop, you know, is dropping on one and three. So like, it, that's the interesting thing. It's like, listen to someone like Family Man from Bob Marley. Like, he's playing all through the rhythm. And it's very melodic, but it's 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 tasty and it fits perfect. And people have a hard time just hearing that, you know. So, reggae is something very special. Like, it something about it just hits me in the chest and moves my soul. Like, I like a lot of different styles of music. I love Afro beats and I love uh, funk and soul, but reggae music. I don't know. It really moves moves the waist, right? It's, <laughs> oh, okay. I just can't, but I'm I'm fucking serious. Like, dude, every time I think, I mean, you're obviously you're a good looking dude as it is. You know, you got a nice personality. You're a little smart. <laughs> but right. dude, those moves, you guys. I'm gonna drop a YouTube video. Uh, I'm sure you guys have a YouTube channel, Bright Lines. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. We got some live stuff. Uh, you've got to watch it. I mean, he plays his bass up here and he does the whole fucking <laughs> station. I was talking to my bestie wife, uh, Lindsay. Uh, I hope uh, you're still here, Lindsay. And that's, I was like, dude, you, I just, I can't describe to you the moves that this guy has. I mean, they're uh, like, oh my God. All right. Okay. You so know what I, it is? It's like no. people, I see people in the crowd and, and especially in Texas, where we're from, they don't know how to move to the music. I can tell they're struggling. And like, sometimes I just want to be like, let me show you, you know, while I'm playing, like, let me show you, this is how you can feel it. Like when the guitar is skanking or the piano is skanking, you know, just bob like this. And then if, if you can get that part, now let's move to the waist and you can wind your waist to the bass, right? Like, and free up yourself, you know, have fun because people feel so awkward in the dance and they feel like, oh, I, you know, maybe reggae music is new for them. Yeah. And they're used to like pogoing or whatever punk rock style or something, you know, but skanking or, you know, I don't know. But um, yeah, just want to like show them, show them the way, right? you know. I'm hoping that Lion Heights can be like a crossover for a lot of people that don't know reggae music because we're in Texas. I mean, it's new. It is. Um, so, I mean, I know you may not be able to fulfill our fantasies this afternoon, but everybody in the comment section wants to see those moves, Jeremy. Ah, uh, no, no, they, they got it. So here's what I, like, you got to come see me live. Like, I, I do this for a living, people. It's not free. <laughs> it's not OnlyFans over here. It's, it's come and see me play. <laughs> Follow my band. I'll give it to you. I got to be playing the bass. Finding my waist. It's not no freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, best answer ever. <laughs> Don, yeah, like Don says, nothing's free. Um, oh my god, that fucking is hilarious. Okay, I saw somebody in here. Oh, Andrew Ritchie of Luna Shade out of Colorado is in the house. What's up, Andrew? Um, um, Andrew. Just interviewed him the other night. He has a great story. Everybody go listen to that episode. Lindsay says, that was a great answer, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Amelia says, let's go. I'm coming to find you in Austin. Come out, come out, girl. Let me see you. Yep. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. One question I like to ask all of my guests. If you could throw a dinner party for any five musicians, alive or dead, who would those five musicians be and what would you serve at your dinner party? 
Well, first, first of all, um, I would I would make a vegan dinner because I'm gonna force everybody to eat vegan with me. Okay. No, no disrespect for for those that want to eat otherwise, but um, I would do that. Maybe like some Ethiopian, like a vegetarian mixer of Ethiopian food. That's, That's my, my favorite. favorite. Oh my god, did we just become best friends? Ethiopian food is my fucking favorite food of all time ever, forever. Me too. It's healthy, it's alkaline, you know, it's ancient, all the all the good things. So I would do that. Um and we would drink mead, honey wine. Um and my my like holy trinity of musicians in my mind, I think it's like Bob Marley, Fela Kute, and James Brown. So I would have those guys. Um, are you saying anybody or musicians? It's, 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 I mean, I, say, I normally say musicians, but sometimes people invite their families or artists or actors. I'm open for anything. This open. is your party. I'll keep it to music and, you know, because that's kind of what, what we were connecting about. Um, so yeah, Bob, uh, what did I say? Bella, James Brown, maybe um, Robbie Shakespeare, someone I never got to meet. I'd always love to. Mikey Dreads. One of my other favorites, and then, you know, King Selassie, I highly Selassie himself because I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Damn, that is a massive dinner party. Um, maybe I can just like be a creeper and like <laughs> I'm gonna be looking through that peephole. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, sounds good. That 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 would be interesting. Um, hell yeah, dude! That sounds like a fucking badass time. So you are currently in Ohio and where in Ohio are you and where are you playing in case anybody is around that area? Yeah, so tonight we're playing uh, in New York, Newark, I said New York, Newark, Ohio, at a place called Dank House Brewery. It's a nice brewery and they've got this backyard party going on. So it's a stage set up in the backyard. Um, and you know, it's a good vibes on, on this. It's a little rainy out here. So we're hoping that uh, it's gonna chill. So I'm in the I'm in the brewery right now. Nice. And then what does the rest of your tour look like? It's it's short. You know, it was just two weeks. So we play tomorrow in Knoxville at the Reggae Festival, um, and and then we fly out. Me and Jeremy are flying back to Austin on Monday, so we're back. Yeah. And then uh, we're gonna do some Lion Heights stuff in June. So what's going on with Lion Heights, baby? Bring it. Yeah, yeah. We got. Actually, so me and Jeremy are busy doing a lot of different stuff. Um, we're going to play um, Wimberley on the 18th at this, like, swimming pool. And it's a, it's a like, a, I'm not sure, some type of festival outside. There'll be vendors on June 18th. Amalia, um, did you hear that? He'll be in Wimberley. That's right where your family is, girl. That's where our family is? Okay, let me, let me actually give you all the info for real. But yeah, she says, "Will you be at Flamingo on Wednesday then, as well?" We're, we're, yeah, we're there pretty much every Wednesday. Every Wednesday that I'm not on the road. But um, so check this out: Saturday, June 18th, the second annual Summer Shindig, Cypress Falls Swimming in Wimberley, Texas. So it should be nice. Um, we play at five o'clock, so it's like an early evening type of vibe. Um, oh. And then Jeremy and I are going to be backing um, this guy named uh, KB uh, from the New York Ska Orchestra um, in Luna at San Antonio that same night. 
Zoom 18. He's like a ska trumpet player, Kevin Bachelor. Um, we're playing the 17th at Flamingo and the 18th in San Antonio. So it'll be jazzy ska vibes. Oh my God, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be busy. It's going to be a busy weekend. <laughs> Good. Thank God you guys get along and like each other. Sometimes. We decided, we, we figured out that we can't live together. We can play music together, but we can't live together. <laughs> you know, when you love your friends like that, you realize, you just like, all right, there's a certain boundary. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I fucking love it. Uh, we got Paul Tar in the chat from Colorado. What's up, Paul? Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, it is quite early, sir, but the party doesn't start till you get here. So thank God you got here. Uh, <laughs> some Colorado love in the place. Gonjurado. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, you guys, do you have any questions for Mr. Dane? Um, he does. So you guys go on at six, right? Seven um, East Coast time. So it's six o'clock now. So. Oh, okay, okay. So we have a little bit more time. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they're building all this stuff. It's so, nice being on this tour because usually with Lion Heights, like, I, I'm kind of the, the main tech guy. Like, I'm like making sure everything's in line. This project, I don't have to. I just show up and play bass. I'm like, is if everything's set up, I just plug in. All right, I'm ready. You know, I can be like the last person on stage. Oh, and that's what I love about being a bass player. I, I know, normally am the last person up on stage. <laughs> but usually, I'm like, because I sing in Lion Heights, I have to make sure like all the the monitors work. I have to make sure that the you know the in ears and the recording and all these things, but. This group, I, I just focus on the Oh, how fun. That must be so nice. Um, let's talk a little bit about your songwriting style. Does uh, Jeremy do most of the lyrics or do you help out with that? What's the deal? So Jeremy and I both write all the songs. Um, he Typically what happens is like he'll write a song and come to me and be like, hey, let me show you. Let me show you what I wrote. He'd probably make a whole demo. He'll play the drums, the bass, keys, everything, and show me the song. And then we'll play it with the band and kind of give it our flavor and then take it to the studio. Same way for me, like the song Smile, I wrote that entire song, my lyrics. And I wrote the bass line, I made the drum beat. I made, you know, I'm not very good at keyboard, but I can bang out some chords. So I played like the three couple chords. I made the horn line, I showed it to him. And then he took it and put his flavor on it and made it nicer, you know, putting real, like, you know, nice inversions and more musical chords. And so that's kind of how we do it. So, like, that's why it's such a great duo because, you know, that's why we're yin and yang because we bring each other the bones of the song and the other person helps to fill it out and it sounds, you know, the way it sounds, the way you guys hear it in the end. So, but anybody that's singing, we, we write our own lyrics. You know, I don't write his lyrics, he doesn't write mine. Okay. Okay. And then how many albums have you guys released already? We don't have a lot out. And it's crazy because we've been around for such a long time. And I feel like we've been hitting the road heavy. But and through the move, it kind of takes some years just getting things set up. But so we have Same Situation, which is like our actual release. We have a demo that we put out. It's called Survival of the Witness. That was like our very first project we did in Chicago way back then. Hold on one second. Can you turn up your volume just a tad bit? All right. Yeah, there you go. It's in the red for me, but hopefully it sounds okay. It's out. No, yeah, because you're kind of, you're good for me. 
kind of loop. Okay. So anyway, we have survival of the richest, which is an old demo. We have um, forgot the name. <laughs> uh, same situation, which is our album, and then our new album is called False Reality, and it's going to come out in uh, next year, like next spring. Okay, nice. Yeah. And then, can we find you on Spotify? Of course, um, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. And people, I really, you know, I, I, I hope that you use Apple Music or Spotify or um, Tidal that pays more to the musician because things like um, Spotify, YouTube, these channels actually pay like a lot lower to the actual musician. So really? that's why I always recommend wait, So wait, talk to us a little bit about this because I always have that. artists that are like talking shit about because spotify pays like pennies right well i don't i'm not i don't want to you know talk shit per se um but just that so people have the information title the streaming service that jay-z created they actually pay the most money to the artists so when you stream on title it helps us more apple music is second you know um there's, there's actually a few other ones i think napster is still up there pretty high um but but the most used ones is YouTube and Spotify. Those actually have the least. So just yeah. so you know, you know, if, if it matters to you. Um, otherwise, I think the best way to support artists is to buy their merchandise on their website. And where can we find your website? Is it lionheights.com? Got it, lionheights.com. We have a store. Well, yeah, what kind of merch do you guys have for? So. Um, right now, we still have our summer merch, which is like pink tops and t-shirts. Um, you know, we have our CD. We have a camping mug, which I highly recommend. Works great. Uh, <laughs> but I want to come up with some winter merch. Like I have like a long sleeve design coming and like a hoodie, you know, stuff like that for the next season. So, and then our vinyl will be up there pretty soon, our next record. Nice. So do you design the merch or do you... Uh, well, Jeremy actually does most of our graphic design. So we keep everything in-house. Like I mix all the records. Uh, Jeremy makes a lot of the graphic design. You know, we've hired a few things out, but most of the time we keep it in-house. Very cool. Do you think that you guys will ever sign to a record label? I would love to have some help. I mean, you know, uh, we're, we're so, we're just out here on our own for the most part. So. Um, for this next album, I'm honestly still looking for some distribution help. Um, so yeah, I mean, it just depends on what they would want to do with us, you know. But the, the whole point, I think, to be doing this is to get the message out there. And I'm not looking, you know, we're not trying to make a bundle or a stack. I just want like people to hear this. Music. And we didn't really talk about. The message. What is the message? Real quick. What's up, Scout Wise of Underground Roots in the house? How you doing today, Mister? Uh, tell us about Lion Heights' message. All right. So the name Lion Heights in itself, you know, is kind of referring to the Lion of Judah because Heights is saying like you know, your mentality. So we got the Lion of Judah and then Heights being your mentality. So we're saying that we're trying to keep our mentality like his majesty, right? So that's, that's the initial influence there. And that's, that's coming from my lyrics a lot. Like I have like more of those type of lyrics where Jeremy's on the other side, you know, he sings a lot more about love and 
a lot more about reality, life, the life that we're experiencing. Pennies in my pocket is just about our life being a struggling musician, you know? So within this, within this frame of like, in reggae music, you know, it's not just about one thing. So we sing about love, we sing about equal rights, and we sing about Rastafari. It's kind and, of the, the frame. Okay. <laughs> so you said you're actually vegan, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just staying full That's all I can really say. <laughs> but I like, I like the vegan framework. I like the ITAL framework, you know. But as being on the road is difficult. And sometimes, like, people give you hospitality. And they cook for you and they do things for you. And I'm not going to, you know, sometimes I eat, like, outside of the vegan world, you know. I will say, like, I do like, I love fried fish. When I go to Jamaica, I love to eat fried snapper. It's one of my favorites, you know. So, like, just, I, I, I think that in the day-to-day -day sense, the vegan lifestyle is, is the best option. But you can, you know, eat outside of that and treat yourself. Because your diet is not a religion, you know. Just be mindful and be healthy. That's the thing I want to tell people the most. It's like, you are what you eat. So don't eat trash you'll be trash oh, <laughs> if, if, that, if anybody takes anything away from this don't be eating piggy products because i have a pet pig damn it no <laughs> I, I fully support that i do not eat nothing for it ever never 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 he is my sweet little baby pants and i love him so much and all the neighborhood kids come by every day to feed him and it just sure. like lights of my heart because they get so excited to see pigs you know because you don't necessarily see them and anyways um pigs are smart too they're very smart he's so smart my little winston diego oh my goodness uh we got brian zap from synergy in the house he says Yo, big up synergy bum, bum, bum. lion heights is great really enjoyed playing with you guys at sea legs yeah 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 and give thanks to them because they put us on that stage and you know we probably wouldn't have had that opportunity otherwise so and sea legs i mean talking about favorite venues that's probably one of my favorite venues like that place was beautiful it's right on the beach oh sea legs yeah uh, we got Bruno from Santa Cruda in the house. What's up, Bruno? I actually just interviewed him last night, and um, he plays with Soulwise and Thrive and this new group called Santa Cruda, and they're playing tonight at Seabright Social. So everybody in Santa Cruz, head down to Seabright Social to see Santa Cruda tonight. Um, so Bruno says no bacon, no bacon for him either. Um, and yesterday, <laughs> everybody's bringing up the Girl Scout cookies. So yesterday, <laughs> this man came and fed my pig a whole fucking box of Girl Scout cookies. Like they were eating them together. They were bonding. And I was just like looking out of my window, like, what is going on? It was cute. It was actually adorable. So, so pigs doesn't make them sick to have them with sugar? Oh my God, this child, no. Because then after that, the um, the Amazon man dropped off like a fucking 20 pound package of like gummies for, you know, gummies, yum. And um, fucking Winston got into that and ate like 10 pounds of the fucking candy. I was like, oh my God, no food. Normal gummies, <laughs> not THC gummies. No, they were regular. But, regular. But Ford to make THC gummies. But, uh. 
Yeah, but, but it just, uh, oh my gosh. And his little belly, it just kind of swayed back and forth. Oh <laughs> Crazy. He looks, so what ahead. kind of Girl Scout cookies? I could, from here, they look like the Samoas, like the chocolate oh, coconut My favorite. Ones. But I didn't go get involved because normally when I do, people get embarrassed. They don't know I'm spying on them the whole time from my window. Like, hmm. it, it's a great people watching spot. So, so if you have a favorite Girl Scout cookie? Mint, uh, thin Mints. You like Thin Mints? Okay, I like Thin Mints too. But the Samoa is my favorite. Um, so we got Luigi in the house from Weege in 880 South. Uh, he says, who's talking about me i was in rehearsal we were actually i tagged you weege because we were talking about the spotify versus um a, um apple itunes right is that what you yeah. said apple music. Uh, apple music and the pay rate that's what we were talking about and i know that's something that you're always very interested in knowing about uh bruno says so when is lion heights next show they go back to austin texas well they're playing tonight with um mighty, mighty Mighty Mystic, and um, have a few more shows, and they're headed back to Austin, Texas. Um, Our next show is June 18th in Wimberley, so back in Texas. And, you know, things are just kind of like, we're just chilling out in the summer until we put this next record out. So, you know, we don't have a lot of stuff going on. August 6th, though, is Jamaican Independence Day, and we'll be in Houston at Cool Runnings. Oh! It's a big festival. Like they're gonna have Everton Blender and uh, Devante and Metro, and a whole bunch of other artists. Would be nice. So it seems like you're kind of like a world traveler. <laughs> Are you? That, that's that's the goal. You know, I'd I'd like to stay on the road. I'd like to stay busy. Um, but Austin is the base. How often do you get to Jamaica? So on pre-pandemic, I was trying to go every year. So I would go to Rebel Salute a lot, but post-pandemic, I haven't been back yet. I really haven't. Um, I was waiting for the COVID restrictions to chill because in Jamaica, they were doing um, what is it, uh, days of no travel. So you could go down there, but then there'd be like certain days of the week that you couldn't leave. But they stopped doing that for a while now. So now I'm kind of like, all right, looking at flights and seeing when I could go down. But I've just been so busy, I haven't been able to. But I need to, I need the reset. Like, I just, it, every time I go down there, I just feel like I just reset my mind and I get inspired and I come back with more music and just, I don't know. So I've had a, we've had a couple of debates or I guess questions more about Bob Marley's diet. Cause I had interviewed a Lific um, who used to play with Stick Figure and he plays like with Bunny Cosmic and K-Bong and a bunch of different people. And at his dinner party, like his favorite thing to eat is pizza. And so we were like, well, is, was Bob Marley a vegan though? Or did he eat cheese? Did he eat pizza? Do we I have no it? idea. I have no idea. I have no clue. We I mean, can find no information on the internet about it either. So I, I, you know, I hope and feel that Bob Marley was ITEL, but um, I know he carried a, 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 a cook for a little bit. And, you know, he, I've heard him talk about porridge and stuff in interviews. But I've also had rumor that he ate other things. So I don't know. <laughs> but you know, it's the thing is, is that like Bob is a great musician and he's definitely like an idol, but like I don't look to him for like my dietary uh, advice. It's not, he's not the uh, specialist of food. 
no, of course not. But I just think it's interesting. Um, you know, it's just it's just an interesting question, and I never would even have thought of that. You know, um, true, true. Let me plug in my computer here. We're going on almost an hour, you guys. I'm gonna start wrapping this up in about 10 minutes. If you guys have any questions for this handsome man that you see before you on this screen, <laughs> uh, drop them Good in thing. the comments. You know how it works. Um, so what, do you give bass lessons much or? No, I don't at all. I never have, I never have done that. I'd be open to it. Okay. I, I'm I'm self-taught. I didn't really go to school. I don't I don't read music. Like I just learn from listening. So my, my main thing is like audio engineering. That's what I do. But did you go to did you get go to audio engineer school? Yeah. So um, Jeremy James and I in my high school went to Columbia College together in Chicago. Those guys went for music performance, and I went for audio engineering. Oh, cool. Yeah. So Jeremy has a degree in music and you have a degree in audio engineering. Yeah, exactly. And you guys are best friends and make all awesome <laughs> you go on tour together. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh yep. my god. I love that so much. You guys should have a reality show. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Sometimes I think that it might be interesting. So Dude, I would fucking watch that show. You would watch it? All right. Well, let's yeah. sell it. Let's write the, the pilot. <laughs> just, but you don't have to even write anything. Like, just have a you on your YouTube, you know, channel. You could just have, like, your vibe. I don't know. I'm into it, though. We're going to talk about it. We're going to make it happen. Because that's right. what we do. We manifest things here on the true, Sunshine true. Show. I need some of that. Some, some yeah. network. Give me some of that money, network. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys have uh, endorsements or sponsors? No, no, I'm telling you, we're out here. We, we just do it for the love of music and love of the message. Uh, oh, I, of course, yeah. I would love it. You know, I would love like a string endorsement, some double ball in strings because that's what I play. And it's impossible to buy. I think hey, what have, I, wait, say what strings you play again. They're, they're, well, they're called double ball in because it's a headless bass, right? So typically on like, you know, like your bass, the string, you know, you have to cut it, right? You put it through the little loop yeah. and cut it. So since it's headless, it has to have two heads, two uh, balls. Is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and, and a lot of places don't carry it. So like a lot of these guitar. So right now I'm rolling with no spare strings. If I break oh. the string, if I break the string, I'm in trouble. I have to figure out to play it somewhere else. Dang! Don't put that voodoo on yourself. I know, I know, I know. But I've been trying to buy strings on this tour, and nobody has them. Oh, am Jesus. We need to get this man some strings. We need to get yeah. this man some strings. So what? I would love, you know, I would love the string endorsement or something like that. That'd be, that'd be cool. But what brand strings do you use? I don't even know. I'm going I'm to I'm be honest with you. I, I'm not like a gearhead. Like when it comes okay. to the, the setup, I've, I've been rocking the stock strings on my bass. And I bought this, I bought this bass like seven years ago. So they're very old. It sounds dull. And just the other day at rehearsal, I broke one string when I was back home. And I have another Steinberger bass. I have two, a four <laughs> string. So I took a string off of that bass and put it on the new bass. And that one string is so damn bright now. Because all the other strings are like old. 
Did you just tell me you haven't <laughs> your strings in seven yeah, years? I haven't. I haven't. I, I, I feel like bass players of, in the house, motherfuckers. No, no, because I feel like they have a tone, the old tone. I love it. Like it's dope. I don't want twang. I don't want trouble. Don't give me no trouble. Ain't, ain't nobody want no trouble with their uh, I, I, I roll it off for the most part, and I only play on the, the upper pickup, and then I play like real close to the bridge. You know, reggae music players, they know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, yeah, with my Rickenbacker, I had to do a lot of internal work to make her sound proper for reggae music. And one I modified, and the other, she is a virgin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love those bases though. Those are classic. They're, they're, they're awesome. But they're also, it takes a special person because they have that unique tone Sound. and it's very fucking twangy because there is a fucking, a, a bass limiter, ba uh, basically, where they cut the bass. And it's fucking oh, really? insane to me that somebody would put that in a fucking bass car. Why would you do that? So uh, you I can see that for like 60s rock, you know, yeah. rock and roll. So you go it's in not there, that yeah, you go in there, you open her up, you shunt the stint, is I believe it, or stint the sh shunt the stint. Oh my gosh, I can't remember the terms, but like you basically just do a little bit of like soldering and sure. you bypass that limiter. And so now it's full base. Boom. Ah, I didn't know that. See, that's interesting. Uh, Luigi says he's crying over here that you have not changed your strings in seven years. <laughs> Yo, but listen to it. It's use your ears, not your eyes. <laughs> it's all about the sound, man. It's sound. so funny though, because it's so classic, like bass meme. You know what I mean? That you see, like nobody ever fucking changes their bass strings, and for what? Yo, why? I've talked to bass players, like big bass players, that told me they straight up buried their strings, brand new strings, in the backyard, and let left them there for like eight months, and then dig them up and clean them off and put them on, and then they give them the tone. Because round wound, it I don't like round wound. It gives me a tone. It's very aggressive, and so like when they're old, then it, it's chills. You know, like I, I wish I could find flat wound double ball in. I know they're out there, but I just haven't gotten them. Yet. So don't change your strings, guys. No. Hey, don't change your strings. <laughs> and if you think about it, make sure to bury them in the backyard. Yeah, if you want. If you want to do that. And then yeah. dig them up, put them back on, and see how you feel about it. See how it is. That's the soul man. That's so um, first person to tell me how Jeremy and Dane met will win a sticker pack from the sunshine show drop it there in the comment section uh oh. first person to tell me how dane bass player of lion heights and jeremy singer uh what keys right or, or fucking guitar keys right he, he plays keys and sings keys and sings uh, so we're kind of like all right so kaylin, we're the won. Best. kaylin won college right yeah yeah she did I have your address and I will send that sticker pack right over. Kaylin is actually the new tour manager for Kyle Smith. Can we give it up oh. to Kaylin? Bum bum, Kyle Smith. We just saw him in Dallas. And it's Kyle Smith's birthday today as well. Could we get a happy birthday? 
Blessed Earth Strong, bro. Happy birthday to you. Woo woo. Happy birthday to, to you. you. Woo woo. Happy birthday, dear Kyle Smith. Woo woo. Happy birthday to you. Woo woo. And many more. What is up, Michael? Mike in the house. Thank you for hanging out with us, you guys. We are about to wrap this up. We have been going strong for an hour. Um, thank you all for hanging out with us. We have had the time of our lives. Before we go, though, I would like to ask you for your best piece of advice piece of advice for the viewers at home and everybody listening on the podcast. Piece of advice in general. Uh, all right. Well, I would just say to to live in love, you know, like in every action and every thought that you have, um, just reconsider and think about it and just try to make sure that you're, you're acting out in, in the love of mankind and oneness of humanity because so much crazy things happening and, and these past couple of years have been difficult for all of us and you never know what somebody's going through um, and just give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Like, I'm not saying to like put yourself in like a sketchy situation, but um, at least just like keep love in your heart. So when it comes to dealing with each other. Oh my God. Um, I always love the endings of these and the advice I get because it like helps me get through my day. Um, and it's just very genuine you're so <laughs> genuine and just like organic and beautiful and just thank you so much for being here with us i know you had such a busy schedule and i've always been such a huge fan so sorry i fangirled out a little bit on you but, oh, i love it i love it and, and you thank know, you I'm, as well thank, i appreciate you reaching out to me absolutely um and next time i want to have you and jeremy together because i know he's right back there yeah true right in there. Front of you. i see you in the comments jeremy uh, yeah, yeah. we, we want to q a you too um Do it. Do it. Uh, you guys this show has been brought to you in part by weird audio out of austin texas if you guys have any recorded moods uh hit up weird audio uh we're gonna get going you guys let me check my schedule i have uh doa from doa's daydream on monday memorial day pretty excited about interviewing her um 7 p.m pacific standard time i hope to see you guys all there does jeremy want to get in on the end of this or is he gone in the he back walked, he walked away he walked away Damn. Um, all right, guys. Well, you can get Mystic, Mystic. Say, oh, say what's yeah, up yeah. to the people. What's going on? It's the mighty Mystic on the check in. How we doing? How we doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. celebrity in the house. What? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I Jeremy, come in, come in one time. All this sexiness is just everything. You guys are too sexy to all Sign be up. on the Sign up, Jeremy. This is Jeremy Carlson from Channel 69 signing <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah! All right, guys, we are going to get out of here. Make sure that you um, enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Um, be kind. You never know the battles that the people around you are facing. Try to keep a smile on your face and be safe. It's a dangerous world out there. Um, all right, Jeremy, on three, let's say bye. One, two, three. All right, let's go. Bye. See you next time.